0: If you or someone you love struggles with a gambling addiction, please call 1-800-GAMBLER today and please gamble responsibly. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Sports Betting by Dummies and you know what we're just going to start with it. Can we please have a moment of silence for the end of IU's basketball season? Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Well, I, I,
1: had, to, I, I had to turn my turn signal on.
0: I don't know if you guys could hear Nope, there. nope, we couldn't. It was silent. You you were good. You nailed it. Um, I am right. your host, Patty Parlez. Joining us as always, the Green Goblin, the voice of God himself, Diz. Diz, welcome in, buddy. How you doing?
1: Hey, thanks, Patty. I'm doing well. I'm pretty excited about this Big Ten breakdown because we got an. We lost.
0: Fighting
1: teams are looking. Go, go to someone else. I'll be back in like a minute.
0: (laughs) Okay. And joining us as always, the. Birthday boy, we're a day late, dollar short, but anyways, uh, the man who's never lost, rocking the fresh Pacers jacket, Tyler, hoodie. Tyler, welcome in, sorry, hoodie, my apologies, the hoodie.
2: Uh, thank you, sir, it's a little Day present.
0: It's, it's I actually have
2: I actually have two of them if you need one.
0: Well, if you're just handing them out, I mean, dang.
2: I mean, I'll know too many other people that wear this this, the tiny guy size, so.
0: Hey. If you're if you're giving it out, I'll definitely take it off your hands.
2: I'll hook you up.
0: All right, my guy. And joining us for the first time in a while for this very special episode, we have the Podfather. The Podfather, welcome in. Thanks, Pat. Good to be here. Like father, like son. Just all the <laughs> cutting out the technical <laughs> difficulties, but it is what it is. Now. I think the Podfather might have to drop off sooner than the rest of us. So let's get into the main reason why he's here. Uh, yesterday, on Tyler's birthday, actually, was the 60-year anniversary of Wilt Chamberlain scoring 100 points in a basketball game. Now, uh, Dad, would you like to uh, you know, explain a little bit, talk about some of the stuff that you were talking about to me on the phone the other night?
3: Sure. It was, it was an amazing event. Uh, there was only 4,000 people at the game because they were supposed to play at New York in like Madison Square Garden. Um, they were playing the Knicks. Uh, Will Chamberlain was on Philadelphia Warriors. They were supposed to play the Knicks uh, in New York, but there was some promotional event so they actually played in Hershey, Pennsylvania and so they took a bus from New York or from Philadelphia to uh, Hershey, Pennsylvania um, and, and it was the it was a back to back game I think they played New York the night before or the day before or something and then they traveled to Hershey Pennsylvania Interestingly enough, Wilt missed the team bus <laughs> because he
0: Oh no, I think we emailed. lost. Oh, there and we
3: go. uh he he missed the bus like the next morning he had to find his way to the court. So he he got there and uh proceeded uh to score 100 points, pull down 25 rebounds. Gee- Interestingly enough, he only shot 56% from the field. (laughs) He shot 36 of 63. uh, But he did do really well at the foul line. He did shoot uh, 28 of 32 from the foul line. Um, A couple of other interesting uh, stats. Uh, Everyone else in the starting lineup, Scored in double figures. What? Will Chamberlain scored 100. The rest of the starting lineup, the other four starters scored 60 points. And the... 9 points for a total of 109 to 143.
0: High scoring so. affair there in Hershey, Pennsylvania, for the four thousand fans that were able to get the the Hey Hey Podfather.
3: What
1: Podfather, why did he miss the uh why did he miss the bus again? You cut out right when you said that part of it.
3: He was uh partying with a female friend <laughs> and like overslept or whatever. So apparently he was out in the the city like partying until you know, six or seven at night, and then like slept till noon or something, and um, you know, missed missed the bus. So the moral of the story is: partying
1: and oversleeping leads to earth-shattering success.
3: Yes. Yes. <laughs> if, Come on. If, if 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 when you attempt fifty dunks and only shoot fifty-seven percent. If, if if that's like success, but I guess it is success. It's pretty amazing. A hundred points. That's just like crazy.
1: Is there, like footage of this game, or was it too long ago? Like, can you watch you know, highlights it, of this?
3: That's the thing. It was oh, because it was in Hershey, Pennsylvania, and I don't even know if today they have TVs in Hershey, Pennsylvania. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that's anyone gonna?
3: That's right. That's right. And and so there is, there is no footage. Um, but uh it's kind of interesting is there is there any conspiracy
1: theories like since this was in Hershey and there's no footage of the film like is it you know could i put a spin on it that like he was hung over and couldn't play or like they they he did something illegal the night before and put put this 100 point game as a distraction or something i don't know that's where my mind goes
3: not everybody has a con? not everybody does conspiracy stuff, Diz. I don't, I don't normally either. I was just wondering if that's <laughs> out there. That's asking for shot. a friend,
1: asking yes, for stealing a friend. my
2: thunder, <laughs> stealing my thunder, Diz.
3: Yeah, who was the pitcher that pitched like the perfect game or something like high on or after a night of partying and high on drugs or something? Was, was it David Wells or
1: no? So Doc Ellis uh doc ellis for the pittsburgh pirates doc ellis threw threw a no hitter he threw a no hitter on lsd (laughs) jesus
3: didn't david wells do it for the yankees or something
1: david wells threw a perfect game after a bender
3: yeah
0: there you go The, the random sports facts that we have for you that's why people come to the show
1: hey we should we should name this podcast the Podfather presents today in history brought to you by AT&T Internet.
0: No, no, no. Brought to you by Starlight flavored Coca-Cola. So,
1: absolutely not.
0: I am actually trying this right now. It's Starlight limited edition Coca-Cola. It is space It is space flavored. And I You missed my joke. I know you did, but I Rachel's here watching this, and she's been waiting here patiently while we talk about this because she wants to see my reaction to to tasting space flavored Coca Cola. Now, do we have any guesses as to what space tastes like? Nothing. Rachel said ass. Um, <laughs> but we are going to get. I this... bet it tastes like. I bet it tastes like opportunity, Patrick. Opportunity. See, that's. That's a good answer. That's better than the ass answer from the peanut
2: probably, guy. Probably pretty sugary would be my guess.
0: So I, I got the regular version, and I got the zero sugar version, but I'm obviously starting with the full flavored, full sugar, full heart attack version. Um, Base
2: diesel Coke.
0: That's right. So we're, we're going to give this a go. We'll see how this, uh, how this tastes.
2: This is a big free ad.
0: All oh,
1: It's kind of like uh, ma- vanilla Coke I imagine just going it, it tastes like space. <laughs> <laughs> Missed opportunity there, I guess. But Yeah, uh, I should have I should have told you to do that. What'd you say though? I interrupted.
2: Vanilla yeah. Coke.
0: Tastes tastes like vanilla Coke, not not as much vanilla as vanilla Coke, but it's like a half vanilla Coke. Maybe a little bit of cherry in there too. So they might have just taken cherry vanilla Coke and kind of
2: that wasn't selling well, relabeled it as Space Coke, and yeah. got Pat to buy two
0: bottles. Yeah. Good. Hey, marketing department, they need a raise. They're getting what they got. I need my phone. I literally... Of what? Okay. All right. Anyways, um, moving on. Po- hey, a- like pot- Father, great lesson. I love
1: that. Yes. I love that. That was good stuff.
3: So 36 of 63, that's not even that high of a percentage. You'd think if you scored 100 points, you'd have shot
0: 80%. But, um, hey,
1: hey it's a numbers game, it's a numbers game.
3: Dad, Dad dropped that knowledge on me. Uh,
0: it was either I think it was Tuesday night, Tuesday, yeah. And so we had like a 15 minute phone conversation about that. And so I was like, we need to do this on the pod, like, we need to make this happen. And so here we are.
3: Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And a hundred points and twenty five rebounds.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean you're not seeing those kind of numbers today in
3: today's game. Well, I think in I think in 1962 most centers were about six eight, and Wilt was like seven two or something. So I think he could pretty much do what he wanted. I'll yeah. let you guys know the rest of the 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 pod.
2: I think him and Bill Russell both had, like, multiple 50 rebound games, right?
3: Yes. Yeah, that year, by the way, Wilt Chamberlain, for the whole season, the whole 80 games or whatever it was back then, Mm -hmm. averaged over, I think it was 50, 52 points a game. (laughs) As an average. Pretty solid.
0: All so. Well, thank you for that, Podfather. You're welcome to stay on. You're welcome to jump off whatever you're feeling. We would love to have you for the rest of the episode. Um, but let's jump into the topic for the day. It is called Legendary Madness. Now, this is something that uh, Diz brought to my attention. It was on Twitter. Um, Diz, do you want to talk about it, or I have a list of things that I can talk about for it, and you can just add on things however you want to do this.
1: Yeah, I saw your list. I think you summed it up pretty well. Um, I'll just preface it by I was scrolling on Twitter at work. I was bored. I need a little breather from my from my typing. And uh, I opened Twitter and this is what I see. I don't know how I saw it. I don't follow anyone that follows him. I think it was just like uh, somebody I followed liked liked the first tweet. And uh, you click on it and it's it's uh, well, I'll let you I'll let you explain it, Patty. You had you had a good list. Go for it.
0: Okay, so uh, first off, we want to shout out this guy. He, he was on Twitter. His name is Michael Calabrese, and his uh, Twitter handle is at East Breezy. So um, if you want to give him a follow on there, feel free to. But um, it, the, the thing he did, he called it Legendary Madness. So he took teams from 1980 or later in college basketball. So anything prior to 1980 did not make the list, was not included. Um, But he took the best college basketball video game of all time, in my opinion, uh, College Hoops 2K8, um, and adjusted the players' skills to how he saw fit and to the time frame that they played in and all this other jazz, like, super in-depth skill ratings. And he basically took the best team from, er, from each school. So, like, It was – I think IU was the 1987 team. Uh, You know, they took, you know, mid-major schools that went far in the tournament or upset people from the late 2010s. Like, so all over the place, but all – like, they couldn't have multiple IU teams. They didn't have, like, 1987 and, like, 2001 IU teams. He just took the 1987 IU team. Um but they put them against each other in a bracket, March Madness style, and simulated them using the game and with the um, like the skills and stuff that he adjusted in the rosters that he put together. And uh, not only did he put in the time and effort beforehand, like basically getting all this ready to go and everything like that, but he also put together graphics for each game that summed up how each game went from the box score and all that other stuff. So uh, this is the nerd in me talking, but this might be the coolest thing I have ever seen.
1: Yeah, I think I think one thing to one thing to add there, and that the people in his mentions weren't seeing his first tweet. He kind of laid out like what the idea was. Like I've been working on this for a long time, Legendary Madness. Let's go! And then he had a thread, mm-hmm. and a lot of people didn't click on the thread. You mentioned one of them. It was only one team per school. Like, you couldn't do multiple years of one school. You nailed that one, Patty. But also, the coolest part, honestly, in my opinion, is that these games are actually played out. Like, he took hours and hours and hours of time to build every single roster, every single player, and their attributes accordingly. And these games actually happened. Like, these games were played out CPU against CPU. So like it's really cool that it's actually a legit simulation, and like people weren't understanding that they thought he was just making it up. So he was getting a lot of heat, but yeah, he was using College Hoops Two K Eight, and then I absolutely love the graphics he shows. It shows like the top part it shows like the matchup and their seating. Then it shows like a summary of what happened or like if anything crazy happened late. Then it has the score. Then it has like some player stats. Then it 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 even has like a Vegas section where he's like. The line was minus six and a half. The over/under was this much. Really, really cool. I've spent a lot of my days like waiting for him to tweet. That's my only. That's my only suggestion for him is like have a set time to tweet it out because every day I feel like I'm checking Twitter like three or four times to see if he releases the next region. So it is really cool. I suggest everyone look at look at it um, for our IU fans on the pod. I believe IU won a nail biter by one point in the first round. I don't even remember who they were playing. But the eighty-seven team was a four seed, um, so they beat the thirteen seed by one. Um, but yeah, really cool. And if you're a fan of any other college program, uh, your team might be in it. So go give it a go. Give it a look.
0: Yeah, it, I mean it was awesome. And so while you were going on that, I was trying to find like an example of a game. Um, so like this one. So this was the. Number two seed, which was Baylor from 2021, versus the 1983 North Carolina State team. Um, Dad, I don't know if you know anything about the 1983 North Carolina Jimmy State Jimmy B, team. baby.
3: They won the national championship, didn't they? Jimmy B. Yep.
0: And so this graphic he has here, it says, The magical run for the 1983 Wolfpack finally came to an end. Despite succeeding in their plan to slow the pace down, Baylor proved to be all too efficient in the half court. All five Baylor starters scored double digits, and they expertly handled NC State's half court trap in the second half. And then it goes on to say, like, okay, Baylor's big three scored 48 points in the game. Um, Ernie Myers had 15 points for North Carolina State. Baylor opened as a a six-and-a-half point favorite. The total was set at 140. Baylor ended up winning by 11 points. So they would have covered that hypothetical spread. um, And then it says, next up for Baylor, the defending national champions are set to meet the last repeat national champions in the Sweet Sweet 16, which is the 07 Florida team. So, I mean, it's really cool. I wanted to talk about it. Um, But if you have some free time, it's definitely just like a pure entertainment, like check it out type thing. It's not something obviously you can like bet on. It's not anything that you can physically do. But it's cool that someone spent the time and the effort to do something like that. And also kind of has that nostalgia factor. And a lot of times, you know, you have people say, oh, man, that, you know, 1987 IU team could have easily beat any of the teams from today or whatever. And so you kind of get a chance at uh, seeing how they would perform against some more recent squads or things that uh, happened recently.
3: It's, it's, it's really – yeah, go ahead. I was gonna, go ahead, Ryan. I, I just had a question. I'll, I'll ask after you make your comment. No, I was just wrapping up. I was
1: saying it's really cool, and you should all go give him a follow. What's his ad, Pat?
0: East Breezy. So that is uh, E-A-S-T
3: B-R-E-E-S-E on Twitter. Ad, go ahead. I was just going to say, uh, so in 1987, I was curious, you know, you said IU was the four seed. I wondered, like, what Syracuse was, because that's who they beat in the national championship game, but I think that Syracuse team had five NBA players in their starting lineup, so that that Syracuse team might be like a two seed or something. Well, well so do you check and see if eighty-seven so Syracuse use, is on
2: it. They probably use the Carmelo Anthony Syracuse they, they team. They use
3: two thousand
0: three Syracuse. So really, yes. So they don't necessarily use um, the. I don't know if there's any like teams from the same year playing trying to think does that math add up i think there are pat because oh you're saying
1: oh you're saying the national champion from each year probably they don't double down
0: well so actually i'm looking at this now so they they're using the 2003 syracuse team they also have the 2003 marquette team in here so there are there are doubles, okay. but for Syracuse, they used the 2003 team, down instead of 1987. Okay. And, and I don't know that they necessarily used, like, the best team. They might have used the most memorable team. I I don't know. Again, there's probably – it's probably hard to get, in, like, an agreement of who was the best Syracuse team from the past 40 years, but, uh, sure. you know, it is what it is. It's still really cool, um, but make sure you guys uh, check it out.
3: So have they? Have they, are they? Are they? Is he still, like, posting results? So, or or did he post like the whole tournament already?
0: He's doing a different round every single day. So I believe it started yesterday with the round of sixty-four. I believe today was the round of thirty-two. So I believe tomorrow okay. is the sweet sixteen, and so on and so forth.
3: Cool. Cool.
0: But once you she even has- see. Once you even see one game, you realize how much time and effort he would have had to have put into each one of these, and it's really kind of incredible.
3: Yep. It is pretty incredible.
0: All right. Anything else on that, or, Diz, you want to touch on uh, college basketball in general? I know you wanted to give some Big Ten updates.
1: Just an uh, exciting weekend for Big Ten. Um, Wisconsin beat Purdue at a canis buzzer beater. Um, I don't know if any of you guys saw that, but Wisconsin clinched a share of the Big Ten regular season title. Um, it basically just comes down to Illinois at this point. Illinois has two games left. They have to beat Penn State and Iowa to uh, have a chance to share the title. And then Wisconsin has to lose at home against Nebraska. So it's looking like Wisconsin is going to take the Big Ten regular season title outright. Then I got a quick bubble breakdown because I'm a little salty. Um we, we
0: already got I use dead. I use bubbles pop. I use dead.
1: I don't even have to talk about IU. I use dead, but Rutgers, as far as they go, they have Penn State at home. If they win that game, they're probably like automatically in. And yeah. I know they're probably automatically in right now. But why I say if they beat Penn State, they're automatically in is because they clinch at least one bye in the Big Ten tournament. Now, if they lose to Penn State, I say they they may have to win one game, and it could come down to the mid-majors. If they beat Penn State and they guarantee at least one bye as the sixth seed, they're in no matter what. So Rutgers, I honestly think with Penn State, if they win, they're in no matter what they do in the Big Ten tournament. Michigan has some work to do. They have Iowa at home, which I think may be one of the best games of the college basketball season so far. I definitely have some action on that. And then they're at Ohio State. If they win one of those two, they're in as well. If not, it's going to come down to the Big Ten tournament. I use dad unless they win twice in the Big Ten tournament. So,
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. You, do
3: you, What's do you, up, Podfather? I was just going to say that you know Wisconsin beat Purdue and Juwan Howard beat Wisconsin. No, no, <laughs> no, <it's> just... <laughs> that's
0: that's good stuff. That's good humor, Dad. I appreciate that.
3: I need to. I need to sign off.
0: All right. Well, thank you That's for joining, Podfather. Thanks, it's for, been,
3: thanks for putting me on here. It's been a hell of a performance. All right, Tyler. Good to see you again.
2: Yeah. Good to see you, sir. Have a good one.
3: Okay. See uh, you, see you, Pat. See you, Ryan. See you. See you, Podfather.
1: Uh, um, said my name. I'm trying to keep it uh, confidential. So he ruined my. He ruined my confidentiality.
0: Sorry, right. It happens. Um, do we – I mean, so, there's, hypothetically speaking, if IU were to beat Purdue at Purdue this weekend, does that put them back in the tournament?
1: I'm not even going to say that's a hypothetical because I don't think it's possible.
2: I'm leaning no.
0: So you would think they would have to beat Purdue and then win a game or two in the Big Ten tournament? If they yeah. win at
1: Purdue, if they win at Purdue – It comes down to the mid-majors.
0: Depends how many automatic bids. So we can't, we don't want, we don't want uh, teams stealing bids in the mid-majors. We want chalk all the way through. We want the best team from each
1: mid-major to win the conference tournament. Because if the, if, if the lower teams beat the better team, then they get an automatic bid. And so does the team that won the, you see what I'm saying, Patty?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and I was in agreement. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that's what we were all feeling.
1: Yeah, but also, I want to real quick in the Big Ten before we move on. There's a fight for the four seed right now, and it is absolutely nuts. So, Iowa has won four straight. They are red hot, and they are currently in fourth place in the Big Ten if it were to end today. They get a double bye which is huge, especially for a team that's getting hot right now, to have that rest going into the NCAA tournament. I'm really riding Iowa, and I'm really thinking if they can get a double bye, they could get a great seeding in the NCAA tournament, and I could see them going pretty far. So I'm riding Iowa right now. They're going up against Ohio State for that fourth seed. Ohio State has Michigan State and Michigan both at home, so they'll probably be favored in each of those games. Iowa has at Michigan tonight they're two-point dogs. And at Illinois, they'll probably be underdogs there as well. If Iowa can find a way to win those two games, I think that may be, may just be my sleeper team in the NCAA tournament.
0: Interesting. All righty. Tyler, you got anything on the Pac 12? Business as usual. UCLA, Baylor. uh, I mean, if UCLA
2: can get healthy, they could be good. I don't think they've been. I'm not even sure they've had all of their like starters healthy for more than 2 games this year at the same time. That's their biggest downfall. I mean, they've lost people, you know, starters for the season. Just that's tough.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Arizona's good despite that loss, so I mean, pretty much business as usual there.
0: Yeah. Same thing in the ACC. The ACC nothing really to know, you know. Duke, North Carolina, they're making the tournament. Uh, I believe Notre Dame should make the tournament. Um, possibly Wake Forest, maybe a Virginia, Virginia Tech in there. But uh, Duke and UNC are the main ones. I believe uh, UNC plays at Duke on Saturday for Coach K's last regular season home game. Uh, so it's going to be hard to bet against Duke in that one.
2: Do you see the average ticket price for those or that game, Like not including student section. All uh-huh. right. Over $3,000.
0: Dear God. Yeah. That is that is quite a bit. But People, you're also wasting history, so.
2: They, they get crazy over there.
0: It's true. It's very true. All right. Anything else before we move on in college basketball?
2: Uh. I mean, usually got a good game tonight. Tell people what to watch, <laughs> or my phone's gonna be dumb. Uh, no top ten tilts, so no.
0: Stay away from college basketball tonight. That's our, that's our advice. Yeah. All right, dumbest dummy competition time. Let's review from Monday, our final episode in February. I went one in five Diz, How did you do on Monday? and and 3 so that means went out with a bang that means your boy here won February I finished down 7.15 units and Diz finished down 11.29 units so it's another dinner for me slash Tyler because Tyler hooked me up with that Marcus Smart bet that saved my buns so thank you Tyler I appreciate you
2: maybe none of us really won this time
0: (laughs) the books won the sports books won
2: Sportsbooks one.
0: Um. All right, Diz. How many bets do you have for tonight? I got two. Okay, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight,
2: nine, Pat ten. Has a, Pat has a. has one hundred in honor of Will Chamberlain.
0: That's right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I have, I have ten. Jesus Christ. Would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? I want to go first knocks out all
1: right so I told you guys I was loving Iowa I know they're on the road the, the fact is this is gonna this is like the best game of the night by far Iowa and Michigan they're it's both must wins for them uh more of a must win for Michigan but um I feel like if Iowa wins this they uh they're in it they're in a great spot so I like Iowa on the road, money line plus 108. Then I got a Martingale super boost, John Morant and LeBron to combine for at least four three pointers made tonight. So I took that. It is my $10 Martingale because my $5 one did not hit.
0: Okay. There you go. Now, I may, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but I definitely mentioned it in our group chat. Today is Trey Thursday. But they really call it Trey Day because what is the date today? It is 3-3. And so FanDuel has a version of First Basket Friday. I think it's called like Mountain Dew Trey Thursday or something Trey Day, whatever. The fact of the matter is it's very similar to First Basket Friday. So you bet a first basket in one of two games tonight. That's the Celtics versus Grizzlies game or Lakers-Clippers game. So make sure also make sure you opt in on Fanduel before you make this. But um, you choose the first basket score. You put a twenty-five plus dollar bet on the first basket score of one of that those two games, and you get a dollar free bet or a dollar back for every three pointer made in that game. Now, full disclosure, I don't see either of these games getting to twenty-five three pointers. So I personally am okay with you know betting the $25 and possibly losing $5 on them not getting to the 25 threes. But I do feel confident in my pick for this. So I am going with the Grizzlies-Celtics game, and I am going with Jaron Jackson Jr., Triple J, for the Grizzlies at plus 600. So that's, that's the main one. That's the important one. Three Js on trade day. I mean, for a three, I mean, come on, what are we talking about? Then I have five other first baskets. This is not for the promo, but these are just other first baskets. I'm going Zach Levine, first basket at plus 1,000. I'm going Jeremy Grant, first basket at plus 550. I'm going Devin Vassell, first basket at plus 600. I'm going Clay Thompson, first basket at plus 700. And Stanley Johnson, first basket at plus 1,000. And then I'm going with four thirty one plus point victories. I am going with the Grizzlies. I'm sorry, Tyler. I'm going with the Grizzlies over the Celtics at plus five thousand odds.
2: They're not even favored in the game, bro?
0: I am aware it is that that line is wrong for the record. The Celtics should not be favored with Jalen Brown being out. Just shouldn't be. Hmm. Do you disagree?
2: can't. I don't know. That's tough. After seeing what they did against the Pacers, that's tough. <laughs>
0: um, but anyways, I then have the Spurs at plus 2600, the Mavericks at plus 5000, and the Clippers at plus 5000. So we're, we're swinging for the fences. Also in March, I've hit two consecutive days of hitting a three-leg round robin for first baskets. I'm starting to hit my stride a bit with the first baskets.
2: How'd you do on the 31 plus point wins in March thus far?
0: There was two last night that ended up winning by 30 points and I had them at 31 plus points. So those, those, those hurt <laughs> kind of bad.
2: I had to ask.
0: I know. I know. I, knew, I knew the, I knew the answer. I just <laughs> had to ask on the Bob. Uh, all right. Group best bets time. We went 0 and 3 on Monday. So as a group, we finished down seven point oh one units for February, but it's a it's a new month. We're starting fresh. You can call us the Febreze Brothers because we're so fresh right now. Uh, what what are we what are we liking tonight, either on the hardwood or on the ice or in general?
2: Kind of like to play off Diz's best bet, but uh, instead of going money line, um, uh, I believe the. What is it? Minus two for Iowa tonight. Plus two. Yeah, plus two. That's what I meant. Like, yeah, that wouldn't I'm,
1: be. I'm in on. I'm, I'm full, full steam ahead.
0: Hi, Jake. <laughs> Jake made an ever so slight appearance. Um, what do we like? Uh, I think
2: Jake's waiting to. Uh... Stream a little Warzone, waiting for me to get off here.
0: Well, we're 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 approaching the end. We are getting there. <laughs> Tyler, you see my picks down on the NBA on the episode notes. Do you have the episode notes. Give me notes a up?
2: second. I got the mag note or the mag safe charger. My phone was stuck for a second. <laughs> Your NBA picks? Yes, I got them. What's up?
0: Wh- which one of those do you like or feel best about?
2: Uh. The Clippers.
0: Yeah, I, I like that. Um, Clippers minus two and a half versus Lakers. I mean, the, yeah. Lakers, the Lakers have been in shambles.
2: No, no Anthony Data Davis.
0: That's right. We, we're we in fade Lakers season. We're still in fade Warriors season. Um, you know, typical stuff like that. But I'm, I'm good with Clippers minus two and a half. Diz, anything on the ice that catches your fancy tonight? Uh,.
1: I I saw a couple plus two-and-a-halves. I know the Senators are plus two-and-a-half against the Panthers. I don't know how everyone feels about that. I mean, the Panthers, when they win, they win big, but I
0: always love a plus two-and-a-half. Well, hold on. I may have one for you that I like even better than that.
2: Canadians, Flames?
0: Let's, I, that's what I was going for, Diz. How about the Montreal Canadiens plus two-and-a-half versus the Calgary Flames? Full send. Um, Did they lose last night, Patty? They lost. uh, uh, I'm not sure when it was. I don't think it was last night. I think it was the night before. But they they did lose, so their five-game winning streak did get snapped. But uh, I still still like the Canadians here tonight. Full send it. Let's go. All right. So to recap our group best bets, we have Canadians plus two and a half. We have the – Clippers at minus two. It went down to minus two. That's even better for us. And then we have what are we going? College basketball. Where's Iowa at? Let's see. Decent size slate tonight. I'm I've been scrolling for a hot minute here. There we go. Plus two Iowa. All right. There we go. Group best bets. Good work team. Now, it is time for the Hail Mary Parlay of the Day. I'm sure Tyler just saw what the value is. Uh, I did. Diz, do you have a guess as to the the value on $1 Hail Mary Parlay of the Day? It is 16 legs, I believe. I saw it already. Okay, so then it is $1 to win $8,614.08. We will start on the ice. I like Penguins Lightning over six. Flyers plus one and a half versus the wild. Panthers money line versus Senators. Hurricanes moneyline versus capitals. Canucks moneyline versus Islanders. Oilers money line versus Blackhawks. Bruins money line versus the Golden Knights. Canadians plus two and a half versus the Flames and the Avalanche moneyline versus the Coyotes. And then in the in the NBA, I like the Bulls minus one and a half versus the Hawks. Heat plus one and a half versus the Nets. Pistons plus nine versus Raptors. Grizzlies plus two and a half versus Celtics. Spurs minus seven versus Kings. Mavericks minus two versus Warriors. And Clippers minus two and a half versus the Lakers. All
2: right, boys. I like it. I approve.
0: Hey, that's that's all I need to hear right there. I, I was trying to maybe Do a quick check on the NBA injury report. There were some questionable people. I want to see if any of them have been um, changed at all to see if it changes any of my picks or thoughts. Um, Kevin Durant is back after his uh, 21-game absence, but I still think people are overestimating the Nets. Even when the Nets were with him and at home, they weren't uh, covering the spread anyways. And I think people are underestimating the Heat, even though the Heat are the first place in the East, I think. So the, getting plus money for the Heat, I like that. Um, ooh, I, I'm loving uh, Detroit actually tonight. I, I got him at plus nine, but that was before even Van Vliet was announced out. So Van Vliet and OG are still out for Toronto. I don't know that they have enough uh, like scores to keep up with Detroit, as, as oh. weird as that sounds. Not that's actually that's not wrong- that's wrong, I think they will beat Detroit. I don't think they can win by double digits against Detroit with that lineup. Draymond Green's still out for Golden State, so I'm good with Dallas and uh Anthony Davis is still out for the Lakers so i'm I'm feeling good tonight, boys.
2: Dylan Brooks still out against for the grizzlies too
0: he he's been out for like months yeah, and they're with still sprained ankle. They're still rolling folks, but uh John Morant for MVP.
2: Most improved.
0: Uh oh. Um but anything you boys need to get off your chest before we uh call her a night.
1: Did you guys um, see Jameis's workout videos? Oh god Oh no. he
2: he's posted new ones this year.
1: Oh you haven't seen these yet
2: I saw his wild ones last year. I didn't know yeah. he posted new ones. I, I was, oh, he's got new ones, baby. He's Ooh. got new ones. He's got new ones. Go give those a look. Go give those a look. More wild than last year's?
1: Um, I would say it's equal amount of stupid.
2: Well, I'm in then.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like... See,
2: up until last year, I thought the whole Aaron Donald training with knives was wild. And then I saw Jameis's video and I was like, oh, uh, it's next level.
1: Well, Aaron Donald's the best player at his position. Jameis might be a backup quarterback.
2: I'd take Jameis over Carl Wentz. (laughs) Uh, Jameis for five mil.
0: Also, right before we uh, we called the episode, uh, I got uh, smacked around in the face here. Uh, Jimmy Butler just got announced out for. The heat, so yeah Nets might win by
2: 50 tonight. I mean, well, you can bet that now. Yeah. You're 31-plus. 31 31-plus 31 Nets win. Hedge <laughs> it a little bit there, Pat.
0: Trey Young cut his pregame warm-up a bit short. Thursday usually goes about 15 minutes, only warmed up for 8. will update. He is a game time decision, so I imagine maybe Trey Young will be out tonight, which means our Bulls pick is looking Pretty good, but uh, I might have to remake the Hail Mary parlay of the day, which is one of them switching with the Nets over the Heat.
2: Just let it ride. All right,
0: I'm with it. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. Make sure you check us out on Twitter and Instagram at SportsBet by Dumb. Also, follow us on YouTube. Give us that like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Search for Sports Betting by Dummies in the search bar. We should be the first one up there. Look for the black and yellow logo. You cannot miss it. But again, thank you all for listening. Hope you all have a profitable night. We will see you tomorrow.